I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together, we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you're hearing this right now, it means that our big tech overlords have not shut down this podcast yet. Actually, those big tech overlords were just called in for a hearing at Capitol Hill, and they didn't have very much to say for themselves. We will get into all of it. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. Welcome back to Verdict with Ted Cruz. I'm Michael Knowles. You want to talk about a slow ball. This this question was posed to Tim Cook of Apple and Sundar Pichai of Google and Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook and Jeff Bezos at Amazon, who it was kind of funny. He, he forgot to unmute his microphone. This is one of the most powerful tech executives in the world. Couldn't, couldn't work the mic. That was a sidebar. The question was very simple. Is China stealing U.S. technology? Uh, let's take a listen to their answers. I have a question for all four, uh, yes or no answer. Do you believe that the Chinese government steals technology from U.S. companies? Start with Mr. Cook. Uh, I don't know of specific cases where we uh, have been stolen from uh, by the government. So you don't believe that the Chinese government stealing technology from U.S. companies? Or you're just saying that not from yours? I'm saying uh, I, I know of no case on ours where it occurred which is I can only speak to firsthand knowledge. Mr. Pichai, do you believe that the Chinese government steals technology from United States companies? Uh, Congressman, uh, uh, I have no firsthand knowledge of uh, any information stolen from Google in this regard. 
Mr. Zuckerberg? Uh, Congressman, I think it's well documented that the Chinese government steals technology from American companies. Yeah, thank you. Mr. Bezos? I have heard many reports of that, and I, I haven't seen it personally, but I've heard many reports of it. So of all the different products that Amazon carries, you haven't seen that in any of the, the companies that sell products on Amazon or your company yourself? Oh, well, certainly there are uh, knockoff products, if that's what you mean, and there are counterfeit products and all of that. But the Chinese, if the answer is the Chinese government stealing technology, that's the thing I've read reports of uh, and, and but don't have uh, personal experience with. Of all four of these titans of big technology, only Mark Zuckerberg would admit what we've all known for decades, China is stealing our stuff. Well, unfortunately, it's an example of how big business is terrified of China and, and they're willing to prostitute themselves because they want money. China, they are murderers, they torture people, and they have made intellectual property theft and espionage a state strategy to go after America. Big tech knows that. They know that fully well. But they're so interested in, in access to, to the markets and, and to billions of dollars that they're terrified of saying anything critical. And, and, and it's uh, big tech in particular has been a willing partner in this. And calling it out is hugely important right now. Of course, especially as we're, we're looking toward November. And by the way, it's not just big tech that's sucking up to China. You also saw, I mean, there was a, a report that just came out of ESPN that the NBA is is operating uh, some training camps in China that have huge abuses at it. And I, I can't help but mention, I saw you get into a bit of a spat with an NBA team owner, Mark Cuban, over the past week, where uh, I, I don't even remember the introduction of what Cuban was saying. And you said, hey, Mark, are you are you willing to criticize China in the same way you're criticizing the United States? And he wouldn't do it. He refused yep. to do it. Well, what happened, so this started out, Mark Cuban was having a, a Twitter fight with a guy named Mark Davis, who is a radio host in Dallas. He's a good friend. And, and Mark Davis had pointed out uh, that, that he was going to be really unhappy if the Dallas Mavericks all take a knee during the national anthem and disrespect the national anthem. And, and he said he loved going to the, the NBA games, but, but he just might not go if they do that. And Mark Cuban, who owns the Maverick, theoretically should want his fans to show up, tweeted out essentially, bye-bye, we won't miss you, get the hell out. And I saw that, Jeez. and I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, the get the hell out was implied. But, but, but I yeah. engaged and, 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 and retweeted that exchange and, and said something to the effect of, of uh, gosh, do you, do you think it's going to work out well for, for the NBA to tell half their fans, go jump in a lake? That, that's a very odd yeah. business strategy to be saying to every police officer, to every soldier, to every veteran, to everyone who actually believes in respecting the flag, yeah. we don't want you to come anymore. We don't want you as customers. That's a very odd business strategy. So I retweeted the exchange and said that. So Cuban comes by and he actually gets pissy. So I guess what I retweeted it, I didn't tag his Twitter handle. I retweeted it to millions of people <laughs> in the world. It's not like my response was, right, was right. hidden or hidden secret. Or private, yeah. Um, yeah. 
But he comes back and, and says, well, Ted doesn't have the balls to tag me by name. So look, when I was sitting down assessing all the things that are, were going to happen in the past week, uh, you know, Mark Cuban questioning my testicular fortitude, <laughs> that was not on the list. I, I didn't, didn't have that. No, uh, no. wouldn't have put and, my money and, on that. No. And so I responded, I, I, I said, uh, speaking of balls, Mark, and I tagged him this time, uh, tell us, what do you think of China? I'll wait. Right, right. And I'm still waiting. Yeah. Because he was terrified to answer. Because yeah. the NBA... China is a giant cash register. And, you know, I read that ESPN story, the investigation they did. Mm -hmm. It's horrifying. So they had three camps, the NBA did in China, run by the Chinese government. These are, these are Chinese kids, teenagers, 13, 14 years old. The Chinese coaches were beating the kids, physically beating the kids. There are reports of, of, of one Chinese coach throwing a ball point blank into the face of a child. There's another, uh, and, and then kicking him in the gut. They were beating these kids, not just that. These are kids that are at an academy that, that you know, when the NBA announced with great fanfare will be great for the development of these kids. Turns out there's no school. They're not teaching, and they, we're talking 13, 14, 15 year old kids. They're not teaching them to read or write or anything else. And so there were all these coaches who complained said, listen, you're, most of these kids are going to end up taxi drivers because they're not getting an education right. and they're being beaten by the Chinese coaches. And, and the NBA is looking for the next Yao Ming. Look, I'm in Houston, Texas right now. Yao Ming was our center. Yeah. He was a great player. And, but the NBA made a lot of money and, and even more stunning. So one of these camps was in Xinjiang, the, 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 the province in China, where there are over a million Uyghurs, an ethnic and religious minority in China, that are in concentration camps. That's one of the things I asked Mark Cuban. Tell us what you think of the, the Uyghurs in concentration camps. Crickets, yeah. not a word. So this NBA camp, many of the kids there were Uyghurs, the same people that are imprisoned and tortured wow. and murdered. You've got Uyghur teenagers being beaten by Chinese coaches, not being given an education, and the NBA happily turns a blind eye because do you know how much money NBA China generates? $5 billion. You want to understand why Mark Cuban curls up in a ball and starts trembling when anyone asks him about China? Because he wants $5 billion. It ain't complicated. And by the way, why do you think Tim Cook can't answer that question? Because he wants billions of dollars and Jeff Bezos wants billions of dollars. And so... Sucking up to evil, tyrannical communist tyrants is, in their views, a, a, yeah. a price they're willing to pay because they can they can have a, a payday. 
even after just in the past few weeks, there was drone footage that came out showing this Uyghur minority shaved, blindfolded. You're talking about a huge number of these people being loaded onto boxcars. You can see it with your own two eyes. But it would appear that that critics, leftist critics in the United States who who love nothing more than to criticize their own country will remain silent when they're chasing the almighty dollar in China. We have a question from John, ties in particularly now with the sad recent passing of Herman Cain and some some other political figures. Do you think a lot of the attacks against conservatives that pass away are the new norm? We saw this with Mike Adams, the conservative professor who died, Herman Cain, going back to George H.W. Bush. Is there any way to tone down the rhetoric? Um, I hope so. Uh, Right now, people are angry. They're divided. I do think the really overheated rhetoric is more on the left right now. Both sides do it. Um, yeah. And I wish both sides would would not get personal, not get nasty. Um, doesn't mean we can't disagree. But, yeah. uh, you know, right now there's a viciousness that, 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 that's really unfortunate to see. And, and yeah. You know, Herman Cain, I didn't know Herman well, but I got to meet him several times. I spent time with him. I considered him a friend. Uh, look, the guy had an incredible career in business and 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 his uh, presidential campaign where he ran on, on radical tax reform. I mean, everyone remembers 999. 999. Um, and, and that, but look, in, in many ways, that was a precursor. When, when I ran in 2016, I ran on a simple flat mm. tax. Um, and, and Herman Cade, just radical simplicity is a revolutionary concept. And, and, and I think Herman helped usher that in. I think his leadership uh, played a foundational role in the Tea Party movement. And, 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 and that's important. And, um, you know, I think he was just 73 when he passed and, and certainly our prayers are with his family and it, it, it's tragic yeah. and too many, too many good people uh, have, have been lost to, to this virus. Some people are, are referring to our state with China right now as a new cold war. Uh, Norman writes in and asks, how can Republicans avoid making America's new cold war rivalry with China into another costly boondoggle on behalf of democracy or say humanitarianism? And I take it from his question to ask what, what is our interest? What do we want? How do we engage practically in this rivalry with China? Well, the answer is we don't engage in another boondoggle. And and there are certainly those who want to, who, who seem to have never seen a country they don't want to invade or happy to send our sons and daughters into harm's way. I don't yeah. think that's the right foreign policy. I think we should be very reluctant to engage in military force. But, and this is a very big stop, China is not our friend. They are at war with us, whether we know it or not. Hmm. China is at war with us. Their objective, the communist government in China, their objective is global domination. Their objective is to utterly and completely defeat us. And so when it comes to China, I'm reminded of what Ronald Reagan, when he was elected, and he was asked, what's your objective in the Cold War? He said, it's very simple. We win, they lose. And, and all of the intelligentsia, they, they were astonished that this ignorant Philistine, no, 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 you can't have a we win, they lose. No, 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 we need detente, <laughs> which I've joked is French for surrender. Yeah. I, 
China's intent towards us is entirely malevolent. Just today, story broke about the Chinese government hacking into the Vatican. They're literally trying to break in and spy on the Pope. Um, Our answer has to be that we have to defend America. We have to stand up to Chinese aggression, not by sending the Marines into Beijing, but by combating them stopping their theft of intellectual property, stopping their systematic efforts to destroy U.S. production of critical infrastructure, PPE, pharmaceuticals, rare earth minerals, bringing the supply chain back to America, calling them out. Reagan understood tyrannies fear truth, they fear light. Um, When Reagan called the Soviet Union the evil empire, it was powerful. I actually, in response to the story, about the Chinese Communist Party hacking into the Vatican, I I tweeted out today, I said the CCP is the new evil empire. That clarity scares the hell out of them. And we've got to have clear-eyed vision to have the economic strength and the military strength. I I believe in peace through strength. If we're weak, then we risk military confrontation. If we're strong, that's how we avoid the boondoggle. Weakness invites aggression. It's, it's a lesson that people yep. seem not to learn from history, but, but it seems clear to me. All right, we will have to leave it there. Until next time, I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is being brought to you by Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC, a political action committee dedicated to supporting conservative causes, organizations, and candidates across the country. In 2022, Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC plans to donate to conservative candidates running for Congress and help the Republican Party across the nation. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.